Well, hey, y'all, it's meteorologist Andrew Gorton here with uh, Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley for another edition here on the First Alert Weather Podcast. Dave, turn the calendar to August and right on cue, got the tropics going. Can you believe we're already into August this July year? Just, I blinked. Yeah, you Damn. blinked. You, you stayed a little cool with those below average temperatures for I'll the month. I'll take it. I'll take it. And uh, all of a sudden, it is August, and you mentioned hurricanes, and this is when we start to... Uh, Pay a little bit more attention, usually, to yeah. the tropics, especially by the end of the month. Yeah, um, you know, you, you get halfway through August, and if there's not something named out there, I'm wondering. You know, like, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? You're happy that nothing is out no, there. No, we don't but, want it. Uh, but you're, you're thinking about, okay, yeah, this isn't uh, what's supposed to be happening. It's like if there was no snow in Canada in the winter. You know, it, you expect it to be there. You question it. If it's not, you hope it doesn't come to you. Exactly. Uh, and it's been pretty active uh, already for the first start of the hurricane season. We've already had five uh, named storms and actually one hurricane. with I believe it was Elsa uh, was the hurricane right off the Florida coastline uh, for a little bit. Yeah, you know, and then whenever we, we had to deal with that, we had some tornadoes that, that came along with it, and that did a million-ish dollars of damage over in Port Royal. So, I mean, we had our, our rush in with uh, Elsa. Yeah, uh, we've, uh, we have actually been impacted by three tropical systems. We had Claudette pass to our north, but it did give us some rain, didn't really do anything. Uh, Danny brought us some, some breezy conditions and some more rain showers. And then, of course, uh, Elsa. Uh, three storms in a row, but it's been a little quieter yeah. uh, since Elsa, which has been great. Uh, but uh, this is the time of the year that we look forward to the things starting to ramp up a bit. And Noah, right on cue, has released their uh, updated hurricane seasonal outlook for 2021. And no real big surprise here. They basically kind of keep it the same of what they were thinking before. Right. You know, it's kind of like a, a progress report, a report card. You get through a, a trimester look at what's going on. You reevaluate what's going on there with the MJO, what, what different pressure systems are doing across uh, the, the world. You're looking at if there's a favored La Nina, El Nino, what's going on. And you take all that and, you know, we really have not seen a, a huge difference here. I can go over the, the numbers that they've got for this update, and it does include what we already have. So those names are already there. So 15 to 21 named storms total, not Right, addition, so we already had five. Right, we're not having, you know, uh, well, quick math, 20 to 26. It, it's going to be end of the year, 15 to 21 named storms, and 7 to 10 of those being hurricanes, and then 3 to 5 being major hurricanes. So uh, at least, you know, it, it didn't change much. You know, it's, it's what we've been planning for. It's what you expect, and, and it's no big surprise. Yeah, and even if you hear those numbers, which are above the average um, for a typical season, we do not, that does not mean that we will be impacted from a particular storm. The Atlantic Basin is, is very large. It includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean, and the Gulf of Mexico. So uh, the majority of these storms are not going to have any impact on our area or even probably the United States, hopefully, knock on wood. A lot of these are, are what we call fish storms. Uh, yeah. But they add on to the count for the season. You know, they, they do count, and with satellites and, and other technology that's improved, that's one of the reasons why we get more named storms out there, even if they are fish storms and don't actually impact land. But these satellites up there can detect if these tropical systems meet the wind criteria uh, for a named system, tropical storm, hurricane, whatever. 
even if the hurricane hunters don't fly through it. So I think that's one of the reasons why we've had more numbers of storms lately, but still valid, still a storm, just doesn't affect people. Exactly. And uh, we do have a little bit of activity to be talking about now uh, for the tropics as we are recording this here Thursday, August 5th. There's uh, two little tropical waves. I want to say little, but they're two tropical waves that uh, the Hurricane Center is continuing to give a little outlook for as well. Yeah, and, you know, they're not so robust or anything like that, but the Saharan air layer is something that we've been talking about for a while. You know, you get a lot of, you got a lot of that flow coming off of the Sahara, bringing in the dust, but also that same flow is what brings in the tropical waves. So, yes, things have really subsided, when you had all that dust up there, made it really hard with the dry air to have these systems, even though we were still getting tropical waves, mix it with the dust, really not a good combination there. But when you have a lack of that dust, which is what we're seeing now, and it's typically about when this starts, now these tropical waves don't have to compete with that drier air through the mid and upper levels. They can get their act together a little bit more. Nothing's named this second. Could we have a named one over the next few days? Sure thousands of miles away right but it, it's just something that you're here to expect yeah exactly and you're going to see a lot of these tropical waves uh coming off the coast of africa and um this is the one that we'll be watching now this is the as of this you know again august 5th 60 percent chance uh hurricane center saying of, of development as it continues to make its way out to the west now uh computer models at least the the operational uh, European and the GFS not really strengthening this system too well. Although they do bring some uh, the remnants or whatever they do bring that area into parts of I believe it's heading up into uh, the Bahamas and maybe even up into parts of uh, Florida as, as well. Yeah, and that's definitely possible. And these are those kinds of storms that you can get burnout on. You know, you watch them for over a week. Long, long ways away. It's like away. watching paint dry. And you, you, know, know, you don't know what it's going to do. No, you don't know. But the good news is that we'll be watching it. And if you are watching as well, if it does become a tropical system, want to make sure you get the latest information. You can continue to track it. You got the WTOC First Alert weather app. You got your track tropical tracks turned on. And you can track any of that activity right there. You could also track it uh, on uh, NOAA's uh, National Hurricane uh, Center website as well. Yeah. You know, this time last year, Dave, I, I like going back and comparing. Every season's different, but I just think it fresh on the memory, going back to last year, what we were dealing with this time last year, just getting over Isaias. And that <laughs> was a fun one. Oh, we were, rolling, we're both rolling our eyes because we were like, how do we say this? I, but, you know, in my Facebook memories, things like that, I saw, you know, our coverage had come up and whatever, and this was offshore a bit. We didn't have anything too wild from it. But this would already have come and gone by where we're already at. So, Technically, you know, this season is not as crazy as last year. Last year was a big record-breaking season. Uh, but let's talk about some other storms that happened last year. You had right after that, August 13th to 16th, you had Tropical Storm Josephine. The same time frame, you had Tropical Storm Kyle. Now, those only uh, made it to 45 and 50 miles an hour, so they weren't too crazy, just weaker tropical storms. Then you wait about a week. You get Hurricane Laura. It was a Cat 4, 150 miles an hour. And then you end out August on Hurricane Marco, barely making it to a hurricane, max sustained one at 75. But, it, you know, we've got five named storms last year. It's it's not out of the question that that happens now. But I think that 
it just goes to show that, you know, doing these previous podcasts, we have not had a comparison. We're like, oh, Dave, we had five named storms in June or July or, you know, because that's not usually what happens. But you get into August and really starts getting the ball rolling, especially the second half of August, really into the beginning of October. Right. And I was a little worried there um, when you went through June because we did set a record this year, I believe, with, with Elsa. That was the earliest fifth name storm yeah, on record. It was like, oh, a busy start. Supposed to be an above average season. Mm-hmm. What are we going to have? But thankfully, it quieted down a little bit. But now, again, we just got to make sure we're all prepared as we get closer to the peak of that hurricane season. Yeah. You know, we'll kind of look at each other and be like, ah, oh, here we go. But then you get into game mode and it's no big deal. But it's, uh, you, you never want to see them sneaking our way and thankfully we don't have any right now so it's that time to prepare you know we re-ran the uh, hurricane special last weekend so that was good to, to have that info get back out there we had the the expos uh virtually so people got some good information on that as well so i think that um a lot of people are prepared to the extent in which they need to be you can always have more but i think so far we're kind of where we need to be uh, let's hope so we try to get as much as information as we can out in many different platforms uh, whether it's on social media, on air, or even uh, we were doing those uh, live ones. We haven't done that in a while where we had our, our actual live Hurricane Expo. Hopefully right. next year yeah. we get past all this COVID stuff, we can all get together and enjoy another Hurricane Expo and give away some good stuff. You know, that was the idea. We want to do that. We want to get out there and talk to you guys because we forecast for you as much as we do our own families. So. Uh, hopefully next year, and hopefully by this fall, we'll have our own events that kind of swing back into uh, normalcy where we can uh, get out there and uh, chit-chat. Yeah, so speaking of uh, August, we are officially now into August, and we ended July very, uh, we actually ended it to the last day, I think it was, last day or two, uh, finally getting those mid-90s, but pretty much the entire month was below average, so... There's not a lot for people to complain about. No, I don't think anybody was complaining. Year. It was just, yeah. I, I just, I've been here 21 years in Savannah and I cannot remember a stretch of weather that was that cool for that long in the summertime where it's not at least 90. I yeah. remember we've had the record number of 90 degree days in a row. You know, those were the days that I remember, not days that were in the low to mid eighties for highs. Right. It's just, it's just unheard of for this stretch of weather. So finally we got some mid nineties. Uh, July 30th, 31st, and August 1st, we had 95 all three of those days. So we got some 90s, but we're back into the 80s. We had an 81 for a high on on August 4th. That was, I'm going to mess this up because I always mess this up, the third lowest maximum high temperature we've ever had for the day. That's good. Right? The coolest high. The coolest The third coolest high temperature. The third coolest high temperature ever on record. We tied it of 81 degrees for that date, for August 4th. And then you looked at some other days, or like the previous weekend, where it was so hot out, and some beaches didn't even get to 80, 81, you know, at some point in the night. So it's crazy that that was the high. The weather's wild. And to, to my point there, I think it was Saturday afternoon, I was in here working, and the heat index on Tybee was 118. <laughs> 118. I mean, you, you're assuming that the data is all correct and everything, because that's what we go by, but... I believe it. I mean, it was very hot out there. The moisture content of the atmosphere, crazy high. I mean. That's less shocking to me, though. Yeah. That's that's what I expect. Then for, for, versus for the 81, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, a normal high is 92. Still, going all the way through I, August 10th. 
I'm going to call out Sarah Winkleman, <laughs> morning reporter. She comes in uh, yesterday morning. We were both uh, out doing back to school coverage, and she was like, y'all didn't tell me it's going to be a little cool out here. Here's this girl from Wisconsin out here. We've broken her. I think it was about 69 or 70 with the breeze in the morning. Dew points were down in the 60s, What means the air's a little drier. I wouldn't say it was cool, but I was like, all right, I like this. This is okay. I commented on the same thing. I was out walking the dogs with my son. I said, this feels nice. I mean, we're not sweaty. We, usually when we walk around a little area of a little tiny lake and um, you sweat by the time you come home. And it's because, you, like I mentioned, the dew points are usually in the low to mid-70s. It's just, you just sweat. It was in the 60s, those dew points. And it was like, it's a little change, but you feel it with the clouds and a little breeze. I'm like, you don't get that that often this no, time of year. Definitely not. And I mean, nice. we even had some uh, 60s this morning too. So it's, uh, it's something that I don't take for granted. No. We're going we're gonna to enjoy that, but uh, our uh, string of below average temperatures might be coming to an end. I think we'll see more seasonal temperatures coming up maybe by Sunday and into a lot of next week. We'll have more sunshine. Yep, and I'm definitely looking forward to that too because you can only take, you know, being socked in by these clouds for so long. So Yeah, it's like it. I, I like to see the sun. It, re- it refreshes you. I think it gives you more energy. Uh, when you're out there. So I don't mind seeing an afternoon shower storm, but usually you get the sun in the morning where you can kind of recharge your batteries and then you can deal with those afternoon showers. We haven't been seeing much in the way of any of those areas of sunshine. No, no, it's it's been pretty pretty cloudy, but uh, we do have some of that sunshine to look forward to and hopefully a relatively quiet hurricane season to look forward to continuing for us as well. So we covered a lot. Covered a lot. We're knocking on our yes, the wooden table here at the podcast area. But uh, thank you guys, of course, for always joining us here on the First Alert Weather Podcast. For Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley and myself, we are going to see you guys next time. <laughs>